Good evening. Welcome to Left, Right and Center. I'm Vishnu Shom. On the program tonight, Rahul Gandhi's comments in the United Kingdom about Indian democracy coming undone has triggered a new flashpoint in Parliament today. The ruling BJP has demanded his apology with the Defence Minister Rajnath Singh stating that Rahul had insulted India during his visit to London and that these remarks must be condemned. The opposition has hit back with Congress President Malikarjun Kharge stating those crushing and destroying democracy are talking of saving it. That's our first debate tonight. It's the Congress versus the BJP in this war of words on Rahul Gandhi and what he said in the United Kingdom. Has he really insulted India? Later on on the show at half past the hour, final arguments over the legal recognition to same-sex marriages in India will be heard on the 18th of this month by a five-judge judge constitution bench. Any decision on the subject will have a huge bearing on our society. The hearing will be live-streamed on the Supreme Court website and on YouTube. This comes um, after the government argued that same-sex marriage is not compatible with the concept of an Indian family unit. We'll be debating this very, very closely, but that's at half past the hour. One way or the other, it's been an issue that's really been discussed for decades now. And uh, we, will, we will know one way or the other which way the court actually goes as far as same-sex marriage is concerned. But let's focus now on the political development of the day. The BJP versus the Congress party on Rahul Gandhi's comments in the United Kingdom. Let's listen in. How would you react if a, a structure three and a half times Europe suddenly went non-democratic? Right? That's happened already. That's not something that is going to happen in the future. That's already happened. But there's no reaction. कि लंदन में ही भारत के लोकतंत्र पर सवाल उठाने का काम किया गया कुछ लोग भारत के लोकतंत्र को लगातार कटघरे में खड़ा कर रहे हैं ऐसे लोग कर्नाटका के लोगों का भारत की महान परंपरा का भारत के 130 करोड़ जागरूक नागरिकों का अपमान कर रहे हैं बहुत ही शर्मनाक तरीके से एक विपक्ष के वरिष्ठ नेता ने भारत के लोकतंत्र के ऊपर प्रहार किया भारत के जिस प्रकार से एक विदेशी देश में जाके एक विदेशी देश में जाके जिस प्रकार से उन्होंने भारत की सेना का अपमान किया भारत के सदन का अपमान किया अध्यक्ष का अपमान किया जिस प्रकार से उन्होंने प्रेस का अपमान किया जुडिशरी का अपमान किया और पूरे देश ने देखा कि विदेशी विदेशी धरती पर जाकर विपक्ष के नेता ने किस प्रकार से पूरे भारतवासियों के ऊपर चोट लगाई है इसका मतलब यही तो डेमोक्रेसी खत्म हो रही और यही बातें उन्होंने अपने सेमिनार में कहा और आज आप सबको दिख रहा है किस ढंग से वो डेमोक्रेसी प्रोसेस चला रहे हैं किस ढंग से रूलिंग पार्टी उठ के खड़े होकर हंगामा कर रही है अगर उनको रूल्स के मुताबिक करना है लोकसभा में करना चाहिए था और रेल वॉर ऑफ वर्ड इन पार्लियामेंट बोथ लोकसभा एंड राज्यसभा 
So Team Modi roasts Rahul for insulting India. Did Rahul Gandhi cross the line or is the government overreacting? Joining us now, P.P. Chaudhary, BJP MP in the Lok Sabha, Chairperson of the Committee on External Affairs, Gaurav Gogoi, Deputy Leader of the Congress Party in the Lok Sabha and Congress MP, Tushar Gupta, the Senior Editor of Swarajya and Nidja Chaudhary, the Senior Editor. Thank you all very much for being with us. Mr. Chaudhary, the central allegation of the opposition, primarily the Congress, is that the government refuses to answer the questions being asked of the government and therefore it is choosing to attack Rahul Gandhi. How would you respond? I would like to make it clear that making the statement and tarnishing the image of the country on foreign land is not expected from a person like the leader of the Congress. They have ruled the country for a larger period of time and it is our tradition not to speak about the politics on the foreign land in the manner which the Rahul Gandhi spoke. If we look at this, there are insults of 130 crore people and कि कंट्री में डेमोक्रेसी नहीं और डेमोक्रेटिक इंस्टीट्यूशन पे अटैक करना ये उनके पार्ट पे सीरियस मिसकंडक्ट हैं और एक मेंबर ऑफ पार्लियामेंट से ये एक्सपेक्ट नहीं किया जा जाता और अगर मुझे देखा जाए कहा जाए कि जिस हिसाब से आप एक कंट्री को इंडिया को माने तो एक मदर ऑफ ऑल डेमोक्रेसीज जिसको हम कह सकते हैं और लार्जेस्ट डेमोक्रेसी वर्ल्ड की है और अगर टोनी ब्लेयर जो फॉर्मर प्राइम मिनिस्टर ऑफ इंग्लैंड के जो अगर दो दिन के पहले का अगर आप स्टेटमेंट देखें और उन्होंने कैटेगरीली कहा कि इंडिया जो है पहली बार इतना स्ट्रांग बना है आज इंडिया में सबसे स्ट्रांग डेमोक्रेसी है विदेशी जो है विदेशों के प्रधानमंत्री जो है पूर्व प्रधानमंत्री है इंग्लैंड के पूर्व प्रधानमंत्री वो प्रशंसा इंडिया की करते हैं इटली के प्रधानमंत्री इंडिया की प्रशंसा करते हैं और प्रधानमंत्री जी को वर्ल्ड का स्ट्रॉगेस्ट लीडर मानते हैं और इंडिया की डेमोक्रेसी को स्ट्रॉगेस्ट डेमोक्रेसी मानते हैं लेकिन राहुल गांधी जाकर के विदेशी धरती पे जाकर के इस तरह का बयान देना क्या उनको लगता है कि उनकी बात जो है भारत में नहीं सुनी जा रही है ओके okay, तो ये मेरा मानना है कि एक एक मेंबर ऑफ पार्लियामेंट के द्वारा सीरियस मिसकॉन्डक्ट है अगर देखा जाए तो अगर दो बातें अगर देखें मैं आपको बताना चाहूंगा कि अगर आर्टिकल 51 ए देखें जी एक हर सिटीजन के फंडामेंटल ड्यूटी जो है वो पहली ड्यूटी अगर हम देखें वो कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन के प्रति रेस्पेक्ट करें और कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल इंस्टीट्यूशन का रेस्पेक्ट करें चौधरी साहब लेट बी इंटरप्ट यू बिकॉज आई नीड टू गेट एन आंसर मैं वापस आऊंगा आपके पास एंड उसकी ड्यूटी ये भी है कि वो डेमोक्रेटिक इंस्टीट्यूशन को डिफेंड करें ओके सो आर्टिकल डेमोक्रेटिकोटेक्टेड Well, I didn't hear the BJP representative answer your question, Vishnu. The opposition parties have been united in their demand for a JPC probe into the nexus between Prime Minister Modi and the Adani Group, 
and how this government's both foreign policy and domestic economic policy has been benefiting a single private entity over others only because of the close proximity enjoyed between the prime minister and the head of the adani group now knowing that this is the ploy of this is the objective of the opposition parties what the bjp have latched on to is complete hypocrisy if they talk about rahul gandhi they should first remember what prime minister modi said in his speeches in china and south korea and for the benefit of pp choudhry ji let me remind him that prime minister modi said that if before 2014 anyone who was born in india considered it to be a sin india was the land of scams this is the language that the prime minister was saying on foreign soil and therefore you are thinking that there are different standards for the prime minister and different standards for opposition parties i'm afraid that's not true what rahul gandhi ji alluded to that democratic institutions are under threat is what you saw in parliament today where the ruling party and the ministers got ample time to state their case but when the leader of opposition malikarjun kharge stood up to speak to present the counter view his mic was switched off he hardly got any time we have never seen a parliament in which the ruling party themselves have adjourned the house clearly the bjp are in a state of panic because the bharat joro yatra of rahul gandhi has been successful people across the world want to hear his experiences of the yatra and therefore are calling him to global platforms and what rahul gandhi ji is stating is not only his personal view remember there are many indians who are part of the audience listening to rahul gandhi ji's lecture many of them agreed with rahul gandhi many of them applauded rahul gandhi many of them stated that they have the same fear and anxiety as what democracy is turning into under prime minister modi's okay. leadership and my final point is criticizing the government is not criticizing india right. this criticizing government the government is not criticizing india and understand that government government criticism is okay. our responsibility and our constitutional mandate but it is when we All are right. going to get the point you're making we are being patriotic okay you are being patriotic uh, tushar gupta criticizing the government is not criticizing india that's that's their point Vishnu, the Congress really needs to make up their mind. On one hand, Rahul Gandhi goes out and says that democracy is dead in India. The democratic institutions are quite dead in India. And on the other hand, the spokespersons say that the Bharat Jodo Yatra was a success. Now, if indeed there is majoritarianism in India, democracy is dead. The opposition leaders are being hurled. How is it that Rahul Gandhi was able to complete an entire yatra from the south part of the country to the north? Nevertheless, see, Narendra Modi has gone out criticized the government. The previous governments on foreign soils that's actually true but never has there been any leader who's attacked the very idea of india now let's talk about rahul gandhi's statement on the union of states the union of states was before the bjp it will be there after the bjp but to say there needs to be a conversation and negotiation what is rahul gandhi trying to imply that tomorrow if a separatist group stands up as it did during the reign of his grandmother would he be open to negotiating with them as the prime minister he picks up a seek student from his audience and says that narendra modi wanted to condemn you as a second class citizen when did that happen vishnu again rahul gandhi has all the right to criticize every government policy and every government leader on any part of this world 
but you cannot attack the very idea of India. This is not about the BJP versus the Congress. I'm sure anyone who votes for the Congress or for the communists, even for that matter, would not like a leader going out and saying, oh, there needs to be a foreign response or an intervention or a reaction to the declining democracy in India. That is not how you deal with it. And Rahul Gandhi, if the Congress indeed believes that the Bharat Jodo Yatra was a success, that 150-day Yatra, in three days and a few speeches, Rahul Gandhi has neutralized all those efforts. Because at the end of the day, one may not be a BJP voter, but one will not tolerate the idea of the Western powers interfering in India's democracy. That's a non-negotiable. Okay. All right. Nidja, let's look at a couple of points that Rahul Gandhi actually spoke about. He said... We were not allowed to debate demonetization. We were not allowed to debate farm bills. We were not allowed to discuss the Chinese intrusion. And he used those points to suggest that India's democracy, our parliamentary democracy, was under threat. A couple of these points are factual. The government hasn't allowed any serious discussion on the Chinese intrusions, for example. Was he necessarily wrong in what he said? Look, Ground said very... Points and questions, and that is not. Uh, and I am one of those who believes. I wish you there is a lot of echo coming. I can. We, uh, we just, Nija, I apologize. We'll fix that echo. Let me just go to PP Chaudhary uh, first and give that question to Mr. Chaudhary. Nija, I'll come to you as soon as we fix that. Mr. Chaudhary, the points mentioned by Rahul Gandhi in London were they necessarily all wrong, right? Not allowed to discuss China's intrusion, not allowed to debate farm bills in Parliament, not allowed to demote demonetization. Uh, this, these statements are completely false. And, and I can say you that on GST demonetization and farm bill, the exhaustive debate was permitted by both the houses of the parliament and these false statements were made by Rahul Gandhi with respect to the institution, not against the government. Because these, these allegations and these, uh, this contemptuous statement were made by Rahul Gandhi against the parliament of the, both the houses of the parliament. So this is nothing to do with the government. Okay. So his conduct his conduct for making such a contemptuous no, but, statement and unwarranted but statement sir, against but the sir, uh, democratic I, institution sure like, well, like right, the sir. parliament, like the parliament and, and, and judiciary. Chaudhary judiciary. Sahab. It is, judiciary is nothing to do with the government. So, so the making these statements against the judiciary and against the parliament. Chaudhary sir, what It is not, not, uh, this, this uh, is one point. This is one point. Gaurav Gogoi, would you like to come this in? Is, this is not good on the part of the Rahul Gandhi. On the entire issue of what you've been allowed to debate and what you've and not been allowed to debate. And it is not expected from a leader like this. And, is, I, get and, that, and I, get I would, that I would also like one thing. Let I would like know, to make it clear. Let, let Gaurav reply. I'll come back to you. Yeah, Gaurav. Can I? Vishnu, we have seen that how important bills are just ramrodded through the parliament based on the brute majority. The opposition parties often ask that important bills be sent to the standing committees for greater scrutiny. Standing committees are being totally bypassed. We have joint parliament committees instead being set up where the chairman is from the ruling party and therefore the ruling party's view can be held and the bills are not scrutinized to the same extent. Forget about what, you know, what inside the parliament. The Supreme Court had a 
Committee on Investigating Pegasus and the Supreme Court itself noted that the central government did not cooperate. Now, how serious is that? There are journalists in this country who are being sent to jail for doing journalism. There are media organizations and civil society organizations who are being harassed by income tax agencies for merely doing their job. Not only Rahul Gandhi, but international organizations have noted India's decline in democratic indicators, whether it's on transparency, whether it's on press freedom, whether it's on inequality. We are slowing into a pit in which, you know, it's, if we don't stop the slide now, it will be only further dangerous. And again, let, let me say that today we have seen that how this government itself disrupted the parliament. What the opposition parties wanted was a JPC. If the government have nothing to hide, why can't they have a JPC into the Adani group? And again, we clearly say that this is nothing no, but, then, but, but then to Gaurav, deviate just, the just on of that the last media point, and the public. Gaurav, just on that last point, if the Supreme Court has said that they'll form a panel, which they formed, and it's, it's a panel of renowned people who are specialists in this area, then what is the Congress party's problem with what the Supreme Court has decided? What, what happened in Pegasus, Vishnu? The Supreme Court had a committee. They were technical experts. But the central government itself did not cooperate. We don't want to repeat no, you know the that Pegasus they investigation now? or bots investigation into this. There is a, because there's been a precedent. former judge Vishnu, of the Supreme why, why Court. We, there are why two tax experts. One of the f uh, finest technical what? minds it in the country. It has happened in Pegasus, Vishnu. No, no, but we, you can't say that it has happened once. in Pegasus. We, 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 we will not go down this road. Why no, don't you if, seek if a JPC after with on the Pegasus? No, no, God of one point again. The, why, why don't you seek we, a JPC? Why should we go back after? from our demand? Why don't you seek a JPC? If the, if the BJP are fine with a committee, why are they not fine with a JPC? But why, in, why in the doesn't past, the Congress when, party when seek a JPC? Seek a JPC after the Supreme Court says what it has to say. Does that not make more sense? Vishnu. Vishnu, uh, let, let me remind you when it was our government and political opposition political parties made a demand of JPC on various issues, knowing that we had nothing to hide, we ourselves took the decision to have a JPC. Now, I can ask the same question to the BGP that you are asking me, that why wait for later? If you have confidence in yourself, if you are open to documents that have been given to Sri Lankan government on that uh, electricity project being handed to Adani, if you have documents uh, in Bangladesh which says that, you know, project needs to be handed to Adani and, they, and you find that there's nothing wrong in these documents, then let by, by all means, let us have a JPC now. I am not going to wait for another right, one. Okay, I am showing right, my own okay. standard. The standard set by my no, party in the but, past. But, but the standards seem to be double standards if you are dealing with the same group in Rajasthan. No, Gaurav? If the Adari group no, has is made investments again, in, in, Vishnu, in Rajasthan and presumably in other states of the Congress as well, you still, I mean, you are okay with them They're here in, the, in your states, but you are not okay with them elsewhere. Yeah. No, Vishnu, 
we we are, if if we are that's what we are saying have an investigation because there's nothing for us to hide in Rajasthan okay but I'm sure there's something to hide for the government when it comes to Sri Lankan when it comes to the coal mine in Australia when it comes to the electricity project in Bangladesh when it comes to the Mundra port we have nothing to hide by all means have a JPC look into all projects but definitely we should we want to hear from SEBI that as to why LIC money was being put in so into SEBI will a have group to answer to the Supreme Court will have to help the panel. Okay, got so, a half a second. Tushar wants to reply. Tushar, go ahead. You know, the Congress spokesperson is speaking a lot about the conduct in the parliament. Wasn't it the Congress that first initiated the idea behind the farm laws? Wasn't it the Congress that staged the walkout during the discussion on farm bills? Wasn't it the Congress that staged the walkout from the parliament during a discussion on CAA? Isn't it the Congress that is always staging a walkout every time the finance minister speaks on inflation? So it's a very double standard from them to say that we are not allowed to speak in the parliament. We are not allowed to make a point in the parliament. They have always been busy staging a walkout. And when they cry about media attention not being given to Rahul Gandhi, his Bharat Jodo Yatra, irrespective of his electoral defeats at the last nine years, got the maximum traction. Even after that, he ended up losing Gujarat and the three northeastern states. At the end of the day, why is the Congress demanding a JPC? That's another question I have. For a company that is already in the green, a month later, some self-proclaimed short sellers try to short its stock. Is the Congress now going to ride over short sellers to make a political point? If that's going to be the case, that's very, very disappointing. But the Congress should also believe that if Rahul Gandhi is indeed right about his utterances, if what they if they believe that Rahul Gandhi was right in his criticism of the United Kingdom, I urge them, I respectfully urge them to have Rahul Gandhi seek time on the floor of the parliament, say that the democracy in India has reached a level where we need a Western intervention. I urge them to go for it. If they firmly believe in Rahul Gandhi's criticism... No, but Tushar, he's not said that. And he's not suggested that. In fact, to the contrary, Tushar, in the United Kingdom, Rahul Gandhi said, these are problems that need to be solved within India. So that's not, no, that's not what he suggested. He's Vishnu, criticized he India, asked, but he's not said you in the West come and help us. He's not said that. Vishnu, how many interviews Rahul Gandhi has said that the institutions are not working in the right ethos? Yeah, the but that, it's different from saying, it's different from saying, in an Tushar. interview to an Harvard professor, he said all democratic institutions in India yeah, but he's are not, not asked, working he's as not, Vishnu. He's not said you come help us. No, in he's fact, requested a reaction, Vishnu, Vishnu. He's requested a reaction. That is when he said, I understand there is trade involved. I understand there is money involved. So there cannot be a direct response. He said that. He made an indirect point that there needs to be a Western reaction. He might not have he said He also it said that there was, is none. But the implication... He also admitted yes. that there is that none. Is, that is true. That is true. Mr. Chaudhary, go ahead, sir. Yes. So, so on two points... Basically, uh, Mr. Gogai has referred about this uh, with respect to not allowing in the parliament to speak. But I would like to make it clear that the Rahul Gandhi has taken a lot of time during the, this Raspati Abhibhasan uh, Dhanyavad ke vakt mein. So then, as per uh, this rule 353, he could not be allowed to refer about the Adani and the, uh, the name of the uh, Prime Minister. But even the speaker allowed him to speak. Whereas, as per rule, he, he could not have been allowed. And, and, and secondly, about the Supreme Court with respect to the Pegasus. They did not find any evidence. And it is wrong to say that the government is not cooperating. Government is fully cooperating with the Supreme Court. If any grievance is there, then they, they should have to raise before the Supreme Court. And Supreme Court can, can adjudicate with respect to that issue. And thirdly, I would like to make it clear that Rahul Gandhi must see the, what is the fundamental duty 
under the constitution it is it is the one of the fundamental duty under the constitution to respect the constitution and the constitutional institution okay to sawal hai ki kya rahul gandhi ne constitution or constitutional institution ko respect kiya पार्लियामेंट के बारे में बोलने के पहले ओके चौधरी साहब वन मिनट डिफेंड द डेमोक्रेटिक इंस्टीट्यूशन इट इज इनकी ड्यूटी है अगर ऑर्डिनरी एक जस्ट मिनट अगर ऑर्डिनरी सिटीजन अगर स्पीकर ऑफ द हाउस सर ऑन माई ओन प्रोग्राम आप दो मिनट रुक जाइए आई हैव ओनली वन मिनट I, I must give Gaurav okay, okay. an opportunity to respond as I wrap this up. Gaurav, uh, Rahul Gandhi thank, broke thank democratic you, democratic Vi, Vi, uh, rules. Let's go ahead. Vishnu, the opposition cannot be expected to be a critic of the government in a domestic setup and then be a supporter and a cheerleader of the government in a foreign setup. I'm I'm sorry, it does not work that way. if if we do that we'll be lying to somebody either we'll be lying to the indians living abroad or we'll be lying to the indians living here if we say one thing in here and say a completely different thing to the indian diaspora so we are doing our job we are defending the constitution which is under attack this is the government that is even taking on the judiciary we see the remarks being made by the law minister but at the end this is nothing but an attempt by the bjp to deviate from the real issue which is a united opposition demand for a jpc probe into the support given by the modi government to the adani group only because of prime minister's personal proximity with mr gautam adani all right look i need to wrap this now, up now i'd like to thank you all very much uh, for joining us uh, i need to take a short break because up next final arguments over Legal recognition to same-sex marriages on India will be heard on the 18th of April. The verdict, when it does come, will be important for millions across the country. Which way will India go? We'll take a short break. Well next on the show final arguments over legal recognition to same sex marriages in India will be heard on the 18th of April by a five judge constitution bench is what the supreme court has decided today any decision on the subject will have a huge bearing on society the hearing will be live streamed will be on youtube as well this is new transparency introduced by the supreme court it comes uh, after the government argued in court that same sex marriage is not compatible with the concept of an indian family unit Well, joining us now, Ranbir Singh Pathania of the BJP, uh, Deepa Rahul Ishwar, the author and activist, Raga the Silva is an LGBT influencer, also an author, and Apurva Astani is a scriptwriter. I'd like to thank you all very much for being with us, uh, Mr. Pathania. Let me come to you first. Uh, the government says that this uh, same-sex marriage is not compatible with an Indian family unit. Why? Vishnu, as per a renowned legal expert mr robinson law is no brilliance it is simply common sense law has to be reflective of the ethos of the civilizational values over the societal delicacies and about the various historical perspectives also i'll put a very very simple question leave apart same sex marriages can two persons within a spindar relation marry maybe one is a boy and other is a girl they cannot marry one boy and a one girl 
देर विद इन दैट इफ दे आर प्रोहिबिटेड बाय सर्टन कस्टमर यूसेज दिंदू मैरिज एक्ट अगेन से दिस मैरिज इज अगेन इन अलिटी सो दी वी वॉन्ट टू रिफ्लेक्ट दी बेसिक एंड दी कॉमन सेंटिमेंट देर इज ए डिफरेंस बिटवीन डिक्रिमिनलाइजिंग सेम सेक्स मैरिजेज एंड देन लेजिटिमाइजिंग सेम सेक्स मैरिजेस इंडिया हैज इवॉल्वड इंडिया हैज अवॉल्वड थ्रू ए ट्रेवेस्टी ऑफ इंसेस्ट्स इन्वेजन्स कल्चरल इंसेस्ट्स ऑल्सो कल्चरल इन्वेजन्स ऑल्सो so the law which has been framed by the indian law makers and particularly the constituent particularly the collective wisdom of the of the members of the constituent assembly we need to respect we need to we need not to we need not to violate it with such impunity and such indifference it's not something says like it and it needs to be reflective of the the spirit of the law itself also i'll i'll just quote one example from the mr allama iqbal allama allama iqbal is the one who subscribed to the two nation theory he said है राम के नाम पे आई वेर फ्रॉम द मोनोगी केम द मोनोगी दोर्सेज रामायणा दोर्सेज नॉट महाभारता दॉन्सेप्ट ऑफ मोनोगी केम फ्रॉम रामायणा एंड हु रिकोगनाइजेज अलामा इकबाल है राम के नाम पे हिंदू सता को नाज सो वी शुड वी शुड बेटर एप्रिसिएट वी शुड बेटर अंडरस्टैंड That okay. we should not talk of certain things. This seem to frustrate the scheme of things in the Indian society, Indian state, and okay. particularly in India. So, Ranbir, civilization uh, state also. Ranbir, since you've quoted, let me also quote. You quoted one particular example. Let me quote three separate parts of three judgments in the Supreme Court, which Please. seem to offer a different perspective. Number one, Nalsa versus the Union of India. The Supreme Court held. that our constitution constitution protects non-binary individuals and this protection cannot be restricted to male or female necessarily i mean it has to it can be uh, i mean it should be either or right it's not one or the other in puttu swami versus union of india nine judges held that sexual orientation is a facet of a person's privacy which is a fundamental right under our constitution yes. in naftej johar versus others homosexuals are entitled to the protection of equal laws and are entitled to be treated in society as human beings without any stigma being attached to any of them these are all examples ranbir of this being a fundamental rights issue that fundamental right law is for you and me it is written by our common book that's the constitution that's the argument vishnu uh, i i use the very sweet and simple argument that there is a sea of difference between decriminalizing and legitimizing it will destroy the entire concept of i'll just cite where will the domestic violence act go where will the concept of spindar relationship go where will the concept of marriages barred by customs and usages go so the laws pertaining to divorce the laws relating to partition the laws relating to inheritance it's a it's a complete i'll say boxing the compass it amounts to boxing the compass on it so this is as good as placing a frankenstein motor uh, monster this is as good as placing a cat among the pigeons this is disastrous i'll use a very harsh word this is disaster okay. and this is scandalous also okay this goes against the societal norms this goes against uh, the very facets which constitute the basic of india as a civilization state okay just me half a second uh, apurva would you like to come in this goes against what india is all about is the point that the bjp has been arguing also on this program how would you respond well i heard the uh, the spokesperson out and uh, to be very honest his uh, comments don't anger me or upset me 
because these are the very comments I heard from my very father uh, when I uh, came out of the closet, who I love very much, and a lot of my family members as well. Uh, there is a lot of ignorance uh, towards, uh, you know, what a homosexual person is about, or you know, uh, what his or her rights are. Uh, and I, I don't expect people to understand uh, because we have been so kept in closets and hidden from society that people have begun to fear us for want of, because of their ignorance and not knowing. So you make up these stories, this is why the things like this, birds like disastrous are used for human beings who are your brothers, who are your sisters, who are your vote bank, who are everything for you. You see. Uh, we contribute to civil society, uh, you know, uh, what should be looked at is what kind of members of society are we, how are we contributing uh, and you know, once you say that we have, they have been criminalized but there's a difference between criminalizing and legitimizing, there's a human being here, you are sitting on a chair trying to legitimize my very existence, I mean that that is uh, preposterous to be very honest with you, you know, you cannot do that, you know, I have a right to life just as much as you do. You have a right to marriage, you have a right to a companion, you have a right to somebody who you can share your life with, who can share some of your burdens with, who you can run a, run a house with, you know. Uh, why don't I have the right? You know, SMA, I'm not coming into people's homes and saying, isko convert karo, isko convert karo, isko gay banao, isko lesbian banao. They say, kudrati nahi hai, what is kudrati? If I am not made by the same nature as you are, then you know, who is Kudrat? Who is sitting in a position of power saying that I am not Kudrat or I am not I disagree. Okay. Deepa, would you like to respond uh, to that? Basically, the argue, the central argument that, he's, that Apurva makes is that all humans are, are equal. That being the case, he deserves his rights. Members of the LGBTQ community deserve those same rights. Respond. Yeah. Uh, so, first of all, I'd like to, um, you know, uh, apologize to my, um, you know, I, I do have friends from this community. So whatever I'm going to say, I really don't want it to hurt anyone because I have so much of respect and so much of, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of positive feeling towards, you know, just like anyone. Okay, so just I, I, there is nothing different that way. But having said that, I would really like to bring across my point that uh, we would, with all the respect, respectfully uh, disagree with this idea of same-sex marriages. See, like my fellow panelists said, uh, decriminalization is one thing and we were vehemently for it and we were we really, uh, that, that was really for the good and we supported it. But having legalizing same-sex marriage in India is a huge step to take. Are we ready for it yet? That's that's one of the questions because uh, whether it is right or wrong is a different question. Another thing is, as a society, are we ready for it? What will happen to the future of such marriages? In the sense, uh, of course, I'm talking about the generations to come, okay, about the children that comes out of it. So what? what is, don't you think it's going to be, it's not as easy as some of our panelists on these discussions. I've been hearing other debates as well. They make it sound so easy. Like, you know, yeah, it is just, just normalize it. I no, mean, no, but Deepa, no relationship is necessarily easy. So a, a, a gay relationship will be as easy or as difficult as any other relationship. Nahin if you James, are bringing up a child, it will be I as easy or as difficult and, as any and other relationship. Everyone on this panel knows that it's just easier said than done. You are sitting there and making a statement which you also know that it's not really no, easy No, 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 no. I believe what I'm saying. 
I entirely believe what I'm saying when I say that I don't see a gay person as being different from, 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 from a heterosexual person or, or a person who brings a, a gay person bringing up a child uh, versus a, a, a heterosexual person bringing up a child. I it's honestly don't see the difference. Up. No, no, no. I have no doubts on the parenting capacity of homosexual individuals at all. Like I said, I do have friends from that community, so I don't want, I, I'm not saying anything against that. All I'm saying is that Look at the children. I mean, the, the society, the children are not just grown up with their parents alone. They grow up in a society. So that is one point. But let's not get into that. Okay, let me come to my second point. Now, we talk about a lot of, you know, a lot of data, a lot of research, a lot of studies. But if you look at even the data and the research, I'm not saying there are no studies. There are many studies. But at the same time, we should be wary of the fact that there, there's a lot of research that is still incomplete about this. For example, maybe about, you know, this yet to probably identify a proper gay gene as such. But there might be studies for it as well. But, you know, when you compare it with normal heterosexual individuals, that it is still an incomplete ongoing study. All right. You know, Deepa, so Deepa half a second. At this point. Deepa, I think normal versus abnormal, you know, these are... Uh, the, you know, I mean, the, let's stick by what the court has told us, right? And the court has established normalcy, quote-unquote normalcy. Let's go beyond that. But let me go to Raga, who's my next panelist this evening. And Raga, would you like to talk about the point on successful gay relationships and challenges in bringing up children? Let's, let's deal, let's try and keep it a little focused. Yeah, sure. Thanks. So we, we're talking here about, you know, impurity, common sense. Those words are quite disturbing to hear, actually, and quite damaging, unnatural. Now, I come from a perspective, I have been married twice, once to a man. So I was in a heterosexual relationship through which I have twins who are now 25 years old. For the last 16 years after my divorce and after a few years, for the last 16 years, I have raised my children alongside my partner, a same-sex partner, a female partner, and my children have two mothers and they have a father. In our case, we say they have won a lottery. But, you know, regardless of that, we have a, what you call a normal family structure. They have two parents and they, they have been raised by two parents. Now, in our case, of course, there's a third parent as well. Are my ch children any different to anybody else? I'm the same mother. I raised the children, whether I was with, was going to be with my husband or I'm now with my wife, let's say, because I'm legally married in the UK. I'm the same person. Do you, do you talk to me about normalcy or not being normal? There are challenges. We, as, as a family, we are faced with so many challenges. Nobody can ever say that it seems easy. For you, when you have these conversations, it may look easy. It is not easy at all. As a parent, married to a man once, it wasn't easy. As a parent, married to a woman now, it's not easy at all. We have the same set of challenges you face. In fact, the challenges are worse because we're constantly having to justify Oh, two women, so how do you raise your children? Are your children normal? I constantly get asked whether my children are gay as well because there's an assumption because people like some of yourself here have misinformation that studies, which are, I don't know what kind of studies people read these genes. I've been hearing this conversation for the last 24 hours. There is no such study which says that we have a, a gay genes or lesbian genes. There are no such genes at all. You know, there's no such studies. I think this is the way of keeping patriarchy and the patriarchal system in place so that Men can continue to say, I'm the boss, and women like yourself continue to be under that regime. That's all it is. It's keeping that okay. culture intact. Okay, Raga. Uh, Ranbir, you know, again, if there is a debate, we already have, uh, you know, and we all have to respect what the court has to say. We can disagree with it. But let's look at what the court said. A quote, 
from Puttuswami versus Union of India, sexual orientation is an essential attribute of privacy. Discrimination against an individual on the basis of sexual orientation is deeply offensive to the dignity and self-worth of the individual. Equality demands that sexual orientation of each individual in society must be protected on an even platform. Those yes. who are seeking marriage to a same-sex partner are just wanting that protection on an even platform. Is this not common sense? No, 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 Vishnu. I'll again reiterate for third time before the Islamic channel that there's a sea of difference between decriminalizing and legitimizing same-sex marriages. So the gospel, if allowed, this destroys the very idiom and the grammar of the Hindu Marriage Act. The idiom and the grammar of the Special Marriage Act, the Foreigners Marriage Act. I again reiterate, law has to be reflective of the local customs, usages and the social practices also. So this amounts to putting a cat amongst the pigeon. This is a disastrous idea. With due respect, this is every uh, fundamental right and especially Article 21, each is subject to certain reasonable restrictions. So having a sexual, particular sexual orientation or a sexual liking or a disliking, this is a better of choice. But once do you want to pigeonhole within the within the within the framework of the uh, legal permissibility i'll just quote one instance you have a painting you can canvas you can put anything on the canvas but you cannot go outside the canvas this amounts to going outside the canvas this amounts to creating a, a creating a chaos like situation so my i i i restrict my argument to the point that the india as a society india as a civilization state and india as a as a legal system neither permits it will amount to create another uh, i could say disaster but i use but uh, i used earlier also so there's no point in following this argument which is as good as which is which is as good as going like a going like a duty person in a blind alley this this will lead us to a blind alley which need not we should not and i hopefully that supreme court also would not subscribe to this idea which is not worth even Considering, let's see. Okay, Ranbir, let's get a response to that. Let's see. Uh, let's, uh, let's get a response uh, to that. Uh, uh, Apurva, would you like to reply? Go ahead. Yes, yes. I, um, Mr. Pathania speaks very eloquently, and I'm almost uh, tempted to, uh, you know, uh, believe what he's saying here. But uh, I think uh, a point that was made by Deepa a little earlier, one of her points I do agree with, these things are not you know, done overnight. Society also has to change. And, you know, there is work that we're all doing as artists, storytellers, filmmakers, citizens to put out, you know, uh, uh, you know, our side of the story and things are changing. But that doesn't mean that we stop trying. It doesn't mean that we work against that change. In fact, we need to contribute to how society deals with this change. And coming back to uh, uh, Mr. Patania's uh, statements and even what Deepa was saying about children, uh, and, you know, we have to think about them and all of that. You, you must understand that children today are far more open-minded, well-read, uh, and uh, have a lot more information uh, and a lot more experiences than we had at that age. Uh, myself, yourself, all of us included. Uh, they are far more aware and far more accepting of, uh, you know, uh, different identities, and different forms of expression 
In fact, the problem will be if we try and pigeonhole and box children into this kind of archaic thinking that comes from some act and law that has been enacted after the British have brought their Victorian values here for more than 200 years, which said that this was gospel and this was criminal and this must be uh, stoned and, you know, like all of that. Are we actually without realizing, and I make no accusations against anyone, I think everybody does come from the right place. But are we as uh, a society trying to enforce a Saudi Arabian concept or something that says that imagine our children going out onto the world stage where the whole world is evolved. You see? Okay. So this is okay, let me just get the last uh, word in for, for Deepa because I have two minutes left. You know, I have uh, 33, Deepa, 33 <laughs> democracies around the world have recognized same-sex uh, marriage and civil unions. That's, uh, that's, you know, that's something that's mentioned in one of the petitions filed in the Supreme Court today. And I think the point that Apurva makes is that, look, we need to evolve as well. Yes, there is, there, there, there's been a tradition in the past. That doesn't mean it's still relevant now. It doesn't mean it's necessarily right. If it's a question of rights, then why not just, uh, why not just stick, stick to freedom of rights, which is what is enshrined in our constitution. We can't debate that. I mean, we can debate it, but we can't contradict it. No, I mean, that's the whole question. I mean, that's what I was talking about in my opening remarks as well. I mean, uh, uh, there are still a lot of questions around this. I mean, we can't just... We can't just say that something is right or something is wrong without actually having a lot of solid, uh, you know, proof and data to support. You know, if you look at any species, we're talking about human species here, legalizing marriages. If you look at animal species, what's the percentage of homosexuality or homosexual animals as such? So we all on this panel agree, should agree to the fact that this is definitely a deviation. And anything that has a deviation is something that is still... In the debates, it's still questionable. And in that scenario, this is a huge step to take. And I think we should take it a little slow and we should we should allow it to evolve um, according to whether it is right or wrong in future. I think it's it's too soon, it's too quick to take such a huge step if at all this goes through uh, by the Honorable Supreme Court. That's what I'd like to say. All right, I'm going to wrap it up over here. Uh, it's been an incredibly polite discussion. And uh, I, I, I really welcome the fact that we can have different per view per perspectives and viewpoints over here. But I think uh, it is the court which will decide. Um, and I do believe that uh, those who ultimately argue that, look, it's not the courts who should be deciding this, but the legislature, I think they need to look at a couple of lines from Navtej Singh Johar versus Union of India. That's a judgment which decriminalized same-sex uh, relationships. And I'm just going to read out one line. Another argument raised on behalf of the interveners is that change in society, if any, can be reflected by amending laws by the elected representatives of the people. This is likely to be an argument that the government brings up in the Supreme Court. But to this, in this particular case, the court has already said such an argument must be emphatically rejected. The very purpose of fundamental rights in the Constitution of India is to withdraw the subject of liberty and dignity of the individual and place such a subject beyond the reach of majoritarian governments so that constitutional morality can be applied by this court to give it to give effect to the rights among others of discrete and insular minorities bottom line you cannot take away fundamental freedoms it's there not just in the constitution it's there in judgments 
of the Supreme Court. Anyhow, we'll leave it over there. I'd like to thank you all very much for being with us. We are out of time on this program.